And so it is. Dear teachers, Chambra, we continue with the energy of this gathering, with I, Tobias, flanked by Kutumi and Adama St. Germain. We've talked today about a very important concept, not new at all. It's actually been in existence ever since we left home. The ability for energy to replicate and mimic and mirror itself. We call it now standard technology because you set a standard of energy. You choose that standard of energy and then use it to set the example for everything else. It's been used since the beginning of creation, the beginning of the omniverse. Notice how galaxies mirror other galaxies. They have many of the same components. Each may rearrange their, their energies in a bit different way, but they are ex essentially examples or reflections of each other. Planets and stars, very much the same way. Life works like this. Creation works based on previous examples, and then it builds on it and expands it. This is a very natural flow of energy. Now we're doing something a bit different here with standard technology. We're using the ability for the example that you want to use to radiate its essence to all the other components, all the other parts, so they can then adapt that, whether it is healthiness, whether it is vitality, or love, or any other, any other essence you wish to recreate. But we do something a bit different now with Shambra in this new energy. We add the energy of Nost, and we add the energy of Nu into this, this age-old method of creation, recreating by example. So it creates some very interesting results. You're using, for instance, a healthy cell in your biology to mirror and reflect to the other cells. You're opening up the lines of pure communication so that every other cell can feel and exemplify health and life force energy, or a perfect balance. But now, as Chambra, we add in new energy. We're no longer just recreating by example. We're using example as a foundation and a basis, but we're opening up or expanding the ability of the example to expand much more rapidly and much more interdimensionally, you see. That literally takes you off of a linear path and puts you on an expansional path. You're still using the example of something in your body, in your consciousness, or anything as your, as your base ingredient for new creation. But now you're letting it, you're letting it expand and go even further. Plus, with your use of Nost, it allows the whole process to be done more energetically efficient. It'll happen faster, bigger, and much more efficiently. That's why we say for the next 30 days, use this process on a daily basis. 
It shouldn't be anything that you have to struggle with. It should be a joy. It shouldn't be a discipline. It should be something that you're choosing to do as a creator and wanting to do. Watch how this simple example of a healthy cell has a profound impact on the rest of your body. While you're doing this process, stay out of the head. Don't try to control it. Don't try to manipulate it. Don't try to say that this um, healthy example has to go to a specific area, for instance, your knees or your shoulders or any other place. If you've been having a particular health problem in a certain part of your body, don't force or direct this um, radiant standard energy to go just to that place. You're letting it flow naturally. It may end up going to your fingertips first for energetic reasons. It may end up going to other places. Usually the source of the ache or pain or where you're feeling it is actually not where it's actually originating from. You just happen to be feeling it there. There are energy conduits and energy um, highways in your body. What you're doing is allowing the standard energy to flow appropriately. You don't have to control anything. You simply create. With that, we would be delighted to take your questions. And we'll have to say that I, Tobias, will be answering today. It will be accompanied by St. Germain and Kutumi, but um, for your protection, I will be answering. <laughs> Thank you. By the way, my issue isn't uh, taxes, it's speeding tickets. <laughs> <laughs> that is a whole other issue. We talked about busyness before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm ready. Okay. What is the relationship of ascension to the dreamwalk? Hmm. The relationship of ascension to dreamwalk um, is is very similar in that you ask a, a very broad and wide open question, so we're trying to focus this down. They contain many of the same components, and St. Germain is saying here that he would prefer to handle that, um, that separately when we get into the dreamwalk ascension or what you're calling the sovereign workshop, but you'll find that the components between birthing and deathing and in-body ascension are all the same, they're just just different uh, different forms of the energy. Thank you. Greetings to the three of you. Mm-hmm. Um, can we um, uh, talk a little bit about South America, mm-hmm. uh, specifically the social democrat presidents all over, um, Chavez being one of them, and how this is affecting Argentina, the security down there, And the second part of the question is, is the, I mean, the business I'm manifesting (laughs) with the donations I've been getting, is there anything I need to add for it to be more Chambra or more? Mm. I know it's a stupid question, Mm. but. Mm. Then it becomes a stupid question. (laughs) (laughs) Let us take the first question first. As we have said before, any political leader is simply the reflection of the consciousness of the people in the area. So often people will blame the leader for what is going on, but they have to accept the blame themselves. So in the part of the world that you are speaking of, in general, not in all cases, but in general, there is a very 
heavy overlay, and the overlay has to do with exactly what we were talking about earlier, giving away your energy balance, or what you would call power. This was a particularly strong and, what we would say, sacred and very mighty part of the world um, um, centuries and centuries of time ago. There was a type of energy abuse that took place, and we're speaking here particularly with the um, the Incans, Incas and the Mayans. And there was another culture that lived there by the name of Obosa. Uh, they are not heard of or known of these days. They, they are a culture that vanished. But there were abuses with all of these different cultures, and uh, as we speak about in one of our one of our schools, this virus tends to get in, this, uh, this energy abuse virus tends to get in, infiltrate every part, and it worked its way even into the most sacred parts, to the point where these empires, which once had been very sacred, became very um, energy unbalanced. And this opened up the door for another energy to move in at some point, and this energy came in with all of its new rules and regulations and rituals and power feeding. You also know this as the Catholic Church. <laughs> this, <laughs> but as we say, energy tends to beget its own type of energy. A virus will simply flow into one area and then move to the next of its of its kind. So this energy virus has been uh, prolific in this area of the world, and so many of the people who live there are used to giving away their power constantly. If they're not giving it away to some culture, they're giving it away to a church, and now they're giving it away to, to leaders who are just power feeders themselves, who claim to be working for the people, but the evidence on the table says they're really only working for themselves and a small group of the people. Unfortunately, we don't see a change in this. It is so ingrained in this culture. And if you've noticed, we have not been in this area. We have not encouraged Kaldra and Linda to travel to this area because it is actually more detrimental and potentially hazardous to them than even going to my homeland of, of Israel. Now, there are outright wars there, but there tends to be a more of an an open respect for other humans, and there tends to be uh, not the same type of energy feeding. In the South American countries, because of the poverty and the rampant type of energy virus that's taken place, could pose a very difficult time on a, a very strong um, spiritually based person going there. They would be more prone to uh, everything from kidnapping to uh, violent acts, uh, robbery, and this type of thing. It's not very often that you see um, um, any channeler going to this area. They have to prepare an elaborate type of energy disguise, and quite frankly, there's been other places that we have preferred to have um, Chambre go. So as sad as, that, as sad as that may be, there are things that can be done. You, for instance, have a network there. And you've already developed your ability to, in a sense, make yourself invisible against those who would see an evolved spiritual being and try to feed off of them in one way or the other. There, is, there are 
many others like you in this area, but you have not found each other or bonded to each other. Once you start doing this, you are going to create a new type of energy rhythm or pattern in this area, and it's going to start changing consciousness for those who are ready to change it. This is what we're going to um, make a prediction here. This area of the world is going to be the new volatile hotspot. It is a incubator for what you would call terrorist activities. So often terrorists have nothing, they have no political agenda and no spiritual agenda. They hide behind those disguises. They simply have a feeding agenda. They are heavily influenced by this um, distorted energy virus, and they're going to be showing up there in large numbers because that area supports it. So, so you have interesting work ahead of you, and that leads to your second question about the work that you're doing. I will make another uh, prediction here. <laughs> I'm not known to doing this, but I can see the energies here so clearly. What you the work that you are doing now is going to take a very large turn. It's going to take a very large expansion, uh, but not particularly in a way that you're going to um, be thrilled with at first. You're going to come to see the wisdom of what you have set up, but um, it's going to cause you a bit of consternation. And it's going to result directly from you beginning to work with standard technology. As you go into this, and you already have a, a deep sense of what I was speaking about before, it's going to literally uh, change some of the wiring within yourself, and that wiring is going to have a profound impact on your biology and your mind. And a year from now, you're going to be laughing about the whole matter. Six months from now, though, you will be ready to chase after me. <laughs> so. <laughs> You were bold and daring enough to ask, and I do want to um, share the very simple truth with you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I have a question from a very dear Chambre teacher. Um, she took the sexual energies workshop and it began doing the work with the virus. And just recently, her husband now has shown up with um, some a very serious colon situation that they're not sure might be cancer. She has some concern that is the work that she's done with the Sexual Energies Workshop and the uh, working with the virus in some way connected to this? Philosophically, perhaps, but uh, in, in actual or literal uh, terms, no. It's a complex question. The simple answer, thanks to Kuthumi, is that sometimes any energy shift will instigate other energy shifts, particularly when it's a couple two people that have been together for a long time and where they're very connected. The question here is really, should I blame myself for what's going on? And the answer is absolutely not. Understand that everything's appropriate and understand, dear one, that um, as you know, you are a teacher, but you are also a different type of teacher and a different type of healer. The, the work that we just discussed with the standard technology will have a profound impact with your your mate. Your mate, uh, in the situation, how do you say, has the initial appearance of having a potential severity to it, but underneath it's, it doesn't have the um, uh, momentum to, to truly become serious unless the participant would choose that. But here's an excellent opportunity to work today 
and every day with the standard technology to keep it simple, to use it as a radiant example of the health in the body that can, that can help to rebalance every part of the body. Nothing here is by coincidence. The timing on any of this, whether it was your working with the uh, sexual energy school or his potential um, energy imbalance coming forward, or also this gift you can give yourself of working with the standard technology. One caution that I will personally add, and I will underline it and uh, perhaps even boldface it, be cautious at this stage of what the doctors are saying. It is not that they are trying to mislead you, there is no conspiracy, but they are taught to respond in a certain way. They do not, for the most part, understand new energy. They have no concept of what energetic healing is, and they are looking out for him in the in what they feel is the best way, but they don't quite understand the situation. Their responses and reactions are literally bringing in a different type of um, standard energy. That is one of fear and illness, and the focus has now been placed over there. And when that happens and you allow that to be communicated to every cell in your body, you do have a problem. So be cautious and balanced about what the doctors are saying, and begin to work with this beautiful, simple, standard technology today. One healthy cell will radiate to every other cell, communicate to every other cell to cleanse out anything that's not appropriate. Thank you. Thank you. Is there really uh, those that are working for one world government, and if there is, how does that fit in with the new energy? That um, elicits a variety of uh, responses on our part. There are those who are, feel that a, a singular government is the best thing for the world. They feel it will be, be bring peace. They feel it will bring unity, and they're doing it from a place of uh, enlightened consciousness. There are others who are working at this same agenda, but from a different viewpoint, figuring it would be easier to control the world from one government rather than from many. Neither one is right and neither one is necessarily wrong. They are working on these agendas, but we can tell you from the energy that we see, uh, it is not a reality right now. And it, we don't foresee it any time for a long time. Right now, the energy of the world is going to back to an individual energy, back to the source energy. You are God also. In the times of Atlantis, where we tried the singular government and we tried uh, what you would now call a one-world concept, it didn't work because it essentially took away the sovereignty, the uniqueness, and the sacredness of every individual. Back in Atlantis, we were trying to meld it all together, thinking perhaps this is how we can find the answer. And as has been discovered, it's already within. It's already in, within each individual. So coming together in one great big glorious type of um, uh, harmonious one-world stew uh, is not something that we see working. Individuals recognizing their own sovereignty is what we see happening for many, many generations to come. Thank, Thank you. Good evening to the three of you, mm -hmm. Master St. Germain, Tobias, 
and my brother Kathumi. Uh, I send you all three my love. Uh, my question is, um, what I've learned here today, I have been being given for the last two or three uh, weeks the balance of the body, uh, but I have other um, uh, modalities that I work with, uh, Shambhala and so on. Could you address how we can work this all in together? Not. 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 And this is difficult for for some Shambhra. Um, it won't be for you, but you've all learned different modalities. And what you basically learned in studying these was that A, energy is real. It, it has movement and flow to it. It contains life force energy. And as a creator, it is. It, these are the ingredients that you use, various forms of energy. So it's taken learning these many different modalities in order to understand that it is real. Now we get to this place together where we simplify it. We do a kathumi on it. We <laughs> cleanse out all of the other uh, trappings, particularly the things that are of mental trappings, and the other trappings are those things that really don't apply here to Earth. There are many modalities that deal with interdimensional energies. So what if they don't work on Earth? So you are out there creating, but but you are here right now on Earth to manifest, to teach, and, and to create. So we're going to we're going to um, we're going to simplify it. We're going to use this very simple standard technology. You'll find that standard technology will not let you get into the brain, into the mind. I would say that, um, and St. Germain is giving a number here, (laughs) 90.007% of the modalities will get you trapped in your brain. They're ineffective eventually. At first they work because you are in your heart, but eventually they move you up to the brain. And that's one of the things that we have many angelic beings working with Shambhra to assure that the standard technology doesn't go to the mind, that you keep it simple and in the heart. If you start working and intermixing other modalities other than just knowing that energy is real and has movement, then you tend to you tend to get it very mixed up and very mental. So put those aside for the time being. You don't have to throw them out, but put them in the closet for a while. And watch how this simple, simple technology works. You notice we don't have to do lengthy classes and workshops. We're not even asking you for a fee. It is very simple. You're going to become, all of you here if you're interested, you're going to become masters in this yourself. The fact that it is so simple is going to baffle and befuddle your your students and even the... the um, medical and scientific community. Thank you. Thank you. By the way, there were a number of emailed questions related to different things with Al-Qaeda and Iran, and would you care to make some comments about that? Mm. Indeed, uh, we're going to make a general comment uh, about uh, some of the the world situation right now. Uh, We've told you before, as as things speed up, and particularly as we approach the time of the quantum leap, these um, these battling forces will battle even more. Essentially, you could say that there are many forces that want things to slow down. It is like um, 
In a sense, it is almost like a repeat of the wall of fire. Remember how it drew you into it and you tried to stop. You tried to turn around and go back home and it just drew you into it. It was a time of change. On earth right now, you are in a phenomenal time of change and there are there are groups and individuals who don't want to see the change. They fear it. It brings up remembrances of things like the wall of fire. It brings up remembrances of the downfall of Atlantis. These groups, by the way, you'll notice, all have a very fundamentalist religious facade to them. They use that as a way of saying that God will get angry, God will get mad. Uh, they are they they scream about the pagans and the, those without um, spirituality, but yet they are in such deep fear themselves. They are fearing the change that is taking place. An interesting thing is they tend to battle each other. They cause uh, they love to cause large scale disruption, and they will continue doing that. It will actually intensify over this next year of time. After the Quantum Leap in 2007, I don't want to make any predictions specific here. Go ahead. It's going to take, um, St. Germain does and I don't. <laughs> I have to come back, he doesn't. <laughs> Doing a little spiritual high five with each other. <laughs> After the quantum leap, the way that these groups deal with each other is going to have to change. The old ways of these, uh, these, um, the battling and the war and the killing has to change because the implications of it are going to be in the face of, of those who are terrorizing. And we're not just talking about terrorists as one element or the other. It could be, it could be an entire government. It could be the, a president. It could be anybody who's inflicting pain and killing and suffering on other groups. They're terrorists in our opinion. They might be leaders of great countries, but in our opinion, they're still terrorists. Thank Oops. you. Second to the last question. Several more here. Three. Four, and that's it. <laughs> Hi, Tobias Adamus at Katumi. Um, I've been having um, some strange altered states, I guess I would call it. I'm sitting there watching TV or I'm reading a book and all of a sudden I'll be like out. And I don't even remember closing my eyes or anything. And I'll wake up and, and it'll be like the TV will be on still and 30 minutes have, will have passed. Can you tell me if, if I'm where I'm going or if I'm experiencing this consciousness shift you've been talking about? Indeed, and we're checking the records as you're talking here, and uh, we're finding that uh, you specifically asked for strange and unusual experiences in an altered state uh, of mind. And you got it. <laughs> what is happening is you're giving yourself permission to uh, expand your, your consciousness. And you're doing it uh, rather gently and slowly instead of all at once, which could tend to literally burn out your biology. You're giving yourself these experiences a little here, a little there. 
You say, well, where do I go during those experiences? Um, well, you don't go anywhere in particular. It's not like you go into another realm. You're simply letting yourself expand your energy outside of the typical 3D into the other realms. Now, when you do that, you in a sense lose consciousness, or as you would know it. You don't necessarily have to pass out physically. But you lose your consciousness or your your tight hold on 3D focus. And it feels very odd because as you start expanding, the mind doesn't work, as you've seen. You open up and the biology no longer has such a tight hold on uh, its focus here. And it feels wobbly out there. It feels a bit disoriented, but then you bring your energies back back into more of a focus. Each time you've been doing this, you're literally expanding out a bit further and coming back in less compacted. You're gently giving yourself what's almost like a breathing in, breathing out experience. Each time opening up or blossoming your energy, but then when you come back, you're not as tight or you're focused. It allows your mind to literally catch up with this ex- consciousness expansion that you're going into, and it's actually a a very healthy way of doing it. So take a deep breath, open up, and let yourself expand. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, uh, Tobias, Kithumi, and St. Germain. Mm. My respect to the three of you. Mm. (laughs) I uh, returned. (laughs) Thank you. I would like, um, if appropriate, for St. Germain to answer this, uh, just for the fun of it. Um, I'm just kind of curious um, as to whether I can, uh, I'll be able to quit my job (laughs) in the near future and. uh, No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I asked for it and I got it, eh? Can you elaborate? Uh, Tobias will elaborate then. Uh, what St. Germain would have said, but in a slightly different terminology, <laughs> is if you have to ask the question, then you won't, uh, in such the way that you stated it, you're already limiting yourself, and you're asking if you're going to be able to change your energy. And by asking that, it was um, was actually defeating um, the very free flow of energy in the first place. So St. Germain's answer, no, was very appropriate. However, However, understand that what do you want to create? What do you choose to do for yourself? Uh, you know, and you don't even need to ask us, can you do it? Yes, you can do anything. I'd prefer you ask, how how much, how far can you go, rather than how how you're going to limit yourself. <coughs> yeah, what? You know, I. Oh. It's on. Oh, yeah, um, that makes total sense, and that's what I was thinking actually. But I guess I just. That's can't. your second problem, thinking. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That was both of us. Thank you. My thanks and heartfelt love to all five of you, including the two who are here. Um, My question ties in with the first one, which is you were talking about the South American, Central American countries. How does all of this relate to the influx of immigrants that we are getting from Mexico and other countries, both legally and illegally. 
Excellent question. Excellent. And very perceptive also. Uh, putting it uh, very clearly, we see that as the world focuses on bringing up the energy of countries, particularly of Africa right now, there's going to be an, an intense um, focus of energy in Africa that's going to improve the economy, the health, the consciousness, everything else. Uh, it has been suppressed for too long, and there are, there are some uh, what we would say brilliant energies at work there right now. But what's going to happen is the South American regions are going to become the uh, the next impoverished and, and energy-stealing areas. We see that uh, while the, sh- the shift takes place in Africa, it's going to put a new heavy energetic burden on South America. And I'm going to make a statement here regarding what I said before with not wanting Calder and Linda to go there at this time. They will be going there, but right now there are other, some other things needed to be done. We're not, we're not trying to purposely avoid it, but we're monitoring the situation there. But what you have now is a large number of people who see the storm rolling in. They understand the, the changing energy and not for the better that's coming into these lands. And they see potential for, uh, for great wars there, but not wars based on religion, wars based on rhetoric, and wars based on um, energy feeding. So the immigrants, uh, the ones that you were talking about, they are sensing that something's going on. They may not understand it in their brain, but they are sensing that um, a dark era is coming over this land, so they are trying to leave right now. And that is why you see the the um, the surge in the immigration, and if it can't be into America, it will be into Canada, if not Canada, Australia, or a variety of the different countries, because they're sensing what is going on. So it is leaving many other countries with an interesting dilemma. How how much do you open the borders, and how openly do you do you let the energy flow in or out? And for that, uh, we don't have a specific answer. The humans will have to answer that one. Thank you. By your own designation, this is the last question. Thank you for taking my question and greetings. I have a couple of questions. Um, <laughs> not not real long ones. <laughs> Um, My first question is, um, I'm having major hot flashes, but my sense is I don't think they're just hot flashes. Mm. They're very consistent. Mm. Do I need to be concerned about that? Um, In your particular case, no. You're very correct. There's a combination of things going on, but mostly just the uh, continual series of changes taking place in your body and in your consciousness. And um, this is nothing that needs uh, medical attention. It is it is an energetic shift. Okay, great. <laughs> Breathing is good. Maybe, yeah. um, it helps um, soothe some of these uh, some of these things that you're going through. And eat a little bit more chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on. <laughs> My other question is: um, This morning when I awoke, I had a shamba dream, and. I was wondering if you could give me some clarity on that. In particular, in particular, Linda was imparting some information to us, mm-hmm. and if you could give me some insight on that dream, that would be great. Indeed, Ashamber, we meet 
on a regular basis, not just like this in, in our body forms, but we meet in a, on a regular basis on the other side. Schumber University was created on this side. Uh, it is finally manifesting itself uh, on earth, first one location and then another and another. But during the dream states, we tend to uh, come back to this Schomburg University. We tend to discuss what is going on energetically with, with ourselves, with Schomburg as a group, uh, throughout the world, throughout the omniverse. So it is a very common occurrence to have dreams of, of other Schomburg with other Schomburg in them. So there's no mistake or coincidence that um, the evening before the the human gathering that you were part of the group in the gathering in the other realms. And as we said, the, your dreams for you, for all Shambra, are going to take a twist and a turn here. They're going to become less personal, uh, less about you and less, uh, how do you say, many of you have fear dreams or being chased dreams or being lost dreams. Those are going to be replaced by teaching dreams. and. Also in between teaching, going to the uh, faculty lounge at the Chambre <laughs> University. Well, can I ask you this? There was something really in particular she was imparting, and yes. I, I, if you could give me some clarity on that. Mm. Um, this is uh, too much of a private nature. We'd be delighted to speak with you afterwards, but it has a very uh, personal answer to it that uh, we don't think you'd want us to give in front of the group. Thank you. Indeed. I, I've got one last little question. I have this thing where I've noticed... No, I get to... Um, <laughs> I'm asking because I noticed something that I thought was strictly personal, but today I have noticed a, a, a number of people that have had this like little like spasm in their eye where you can see the, little, the eye pulsing, and it's like, okay, it's not just me. What's that about? Busy. Oh. <laughs> Too busy. Uh, you're, what's happening is in your busyness, um, you're distorting some of the energies. It is showing up as a twitch or a stress, and, and it's happening to many Shamba right now. It is, it is basically saying that you're, uh, it's time to bring in Nost. Start breathing in Nost, using Nost, and, and the twitching goes away. Super. <laughs> and with that Shamba, it has been a delightful gathering. On behalf of Kutumi Lal Singh, Adama St. Germain, and I, Tobias, it has been such a delight. We'll see you in the celestial highways. Yeah. And so it is. And so it is.